welcome to the BCS Gem of All Mechanisms podcast. Uh, this is a special edition today because we're trailing some very interesting research, and then later on we're going to pick it up and tell you what all the results were. So uh, let's, in, let's introduce uh, our two protagonists today. First of all, Amanda Brock, who we've spoken to before. Hello, Amanda. Hi, Brian. And uh, Jennifer Bath. Uh, welcome, Jennifer, as well. So perhaps, Jennifer, you could tell us your, your role in, in, in the research first of all, then we'll talk a bit more specifically about it. Sure. Hi, thanks for having me, Brian. Um, so I am the research director and founder of Smooth Media, and uh, we are conducting the research uh, for and with Open UK. We're a partner of UK and have been working with them for the last, I don't know, 18 months on uh, various uh, reports. So last year we put out the three reports and this year we're working on open source software as our first one. Okay, lovely, excellent. So, uh, Amanda, you're, I know you're the mover and shaker here, and uh, we've spoken many times before. So, tell me what's important about this particular bit of research. I think the the key thing here is that in the UK we've been shifting the needle quite a lot over the last eighteen months in the research we've done. Uh, we, we started last year by looking at what was already out there, and then we having analysed that and looked at an economic valuation based on the Commission's work, we then started to look at how we could progress that and take it forwards. And we had amazing feedback on our outputs last year, largely around the fact that we were pushing the boundaries, we were asking questions that hadn't been asked before and giving people hard data. And even when they were looking at that report in other countries, they could take that data away and use it to explain how open worked, open source software worked to people in their organizations and their governments. So it was a useful tool for everybody, not just folk in the UK. And this year, uh, again, pushing the boundaries by asking questions that we don't believe have been asked in any survey context before. And what we're doing is taking that economic valuation we did last year, taking that a step further. So moving away from the, the models of things like total cost of ownership that were used a decade plus ago, looking more at value driven economics, looking more at investment, that kind of thing. So we will do a year on year update, but also we're looking at the journey and we split the report, we split the survey into consumption, contribution to and distribution of products and services, including open source software. Now, what we then do is look at how long organizations have been doing any or all or each or all of these, which means that we can sort of cross reference behavioral patterns, governance, policies, procedures, whether those are technical or whether they're the legal end of it and the compliance end of it. So cross referencing those back to how long people have been doing those three activities. So that consumption, contribution or distribution. Yeah. OK, lovely. Now, Jennifer, you're obviously um, a survey expert in this particular area. What, what is it that attracts you to this particular sort of project? Well, I guess that's a good question. Uh, it started with more Amanda and uh, interviewing her for another open source project quite some time ago, which led us to have a conversation about work that she wanted to do for Open UK. Hmm. Um, I love that it's, uh, this is a really committed, really um, interested, innovative group of people uh, that Amanda's connected to and that, and that sort of comes off this idea around open <clears throat> software. And I think, yeah, understanding, you know, as she, as Amanda said, when you look at the at the landscape, there was very little uh, data 
about the UK. So there's nice global projects and even the global projects, you know, they're so vast that they're hard to focus in. They're great as, as, as Amanda said, for using, you know, in different areas, for talking across things, for understanding your own position amongst that, but there's very little focused work on the UK. And so I was really interested to help uh, bring that to the fore, to show that adoption, to show, you know, how ubiquitous uh, open source software is and how, as I said, committed the community is to bringing it out there. So I think it's, it's a really wonderful, and, and I love what we're doing this year with the survey, where we're moving it forward into this idea of the journey, because from the work that we've done together, and it really is such a nice collaboration, um, because we're seeing as the work continues, these different areas um, of struggle, of challenges that you might not have seen if you weren't doing it year on year, or you weren't doing other areas, um, uh, other sectors focus in on various sectors that we've done over the last while. And, and I think that journey idea around that a sort of maturity model or where are you? Are you young? Are you old as a company? Are you small? Are you large? And how is that helping you or creating challenges or possible benefits um, to making choices to truly getting the full value out of open source software to setting it up in a way that 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 can be sustainable over time um, and have the most impact. Yeah, lovely. Now, I've noticed that the actual report is called the state of open 2022. You're going beyond just the software stuff. You, I know normally, Amanda, you talk about open data and yeah. Um, but this is specific to software, Brian. Okay. So last year we did three phases on software and this year we're only going to do one report that will be the the year on looking back on how that journey has worked for us as well as the journey for the open source organizations and organizations mm -hmm. using open source we're planning a hardware report in q4 we're planning our open technology for sustainability event um, the second one of those will take place in wales in october and that'll become accompanied with a sustainability report. And somewhere along the way, we've got a data report that we've been working on that we'd also like to publish. So that there'll be others, but the next six weeks, all hands to the deck, getting the survey over the line and really encouraging people like your audience today to complete that survey. Lovely, so I, I, th I think the key question probably in the minds of the audience, so I'm gonna ask this is, uh, when we come to evaluate this, and we'll, we'll meet together again to talk about this after your, your research is done, what are people going to get from this from this survey? I think it's going to give us some really interesting outputs. Um, I don't know how much any of your audience will have been following this, but for the last 12 months, the US has been really focused at a White House level on open source and security. And in the last week, we've seen 300 million of investment to make open source more secure from industry. Now, that, that's a really hot topic, and it's one that we cover in some detail in the report in terms of open source security, maintenance, how you plan it. And what I'm hoping is that as we look in depth at how the UK is doing this and what levels of maturity we're at, we're going to be able to do some guidance and some support and provide some tooling around making that better in organisations that are maybe on a learning curve. Um, we've already planned to do July is a security month and we're going to have three or four events in July where we'll be looking at software bill of materials. We'll be looking at, um, I think we're actually having a talk from the, the, the chap who is in charge of the US Air Force's open source. So, you know, we'll find ways of supporting the things that are identified from this report, but it will also give us the hard data which will combine with some nice case studies to show people how it's being done well and what more we need to do. Excellent. 
so there's going to be quite a lot of practical output here yeah yeah we're nothing jen and i are nothing if not practical in our approach to this <laughs> lovely um do you think the uh, outputs will will be applicable to organizations of a variety of sizes obviously bcs we've got consultants right up to you know large multinationals are, are the principles generally applicable across the board maybe jennifer wants to look at that one it's always a, a, a bit of a challenge to, to be able to speak to everybody in that way, mm. but we are trying to show. Because I think it, from multinational right down to a small group, um, the same thing applies. How do you begin? How do you manage your security, your governance, your policies, procedures? All levels need the same thing. And often even in a massive multinational, the actual team that's working on this can be quite small and quite focused so in those in that way um we should be able to speak across it that these these are issues that are different for different organizations different under different risk regimes and rules and regulations but the core principle of who's doing the work and what they need to be able to do that uh, is very similar and so what we've done is ask how large your organization is um so that we can as as we were talking about cross analyze you know how far are you along with your governance for example and then how large or small are you now these aren't hard and fast rules but it should give us a sense of the differences between um, those organizations and what they might need and the practical output um, would allow anyone in any organization to think do we have this in place lovely so the, the practical output of this particular report is going to be largely about the, the security sort of implications the security journey of open source so can we characterize this as beginning one's journey in open source yeah i think security is one of the journeys or one okay. part of that journey so we look at things like ip compliance license compliance as well as security uh, technical processes and procedures too. So that there are various aspects there that form what we would describe as the good housekeeping or good hygiene in using mm -hmm. open source software. To be quite honest, I've seen situations where you'll get a company or a piece of the public sector that requires open source. And this is a huge disappointment to me, but it's generally because they want to save money. You know, I think there's all these other values that we'll demonstrate around open source, but they do it economically. And they do it to avoid lock-in. They do it to create software that can be reused and recycled. And what we see is the lack of understanding of the governance, the lack of understanding of the need for documentation, uh, maintenance, uh, a stewardship model for the, the code over time. You know, not understanding these things means that you create software that doesn't achieve your goals, that isn't actually going to be something that's there for the long term and reusable. And what we hope is that by understanding the practices around the engineering, around the code development better, that will help with um, leveraging more value from your open source. Okay. Well, that sounds really good. I'm sure that's going to be massively interesting to a, to a lot of our members as well. So remind me when this survey closes. 12th of June. 12th of June. So uh, we'll let everybody know that. 12th of June. Early July, we can get together again, perhaps talk about the results. That'd be great. Lovely. Any Anything else you'd like to mention before we go? Because it's no, not just encourage everybody based in the UK, wherever you're from, wherever you're employed, so long as you are based in the UK, you can take the survey. So it's not just for UK companies. And it will give us a really good understanding of how open source has been used here and very much appreciate their participation. Lovely. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Amanda. How long will it take roughly to fill in the survey, Amanda? 20 or minutes, Jennifer? maybe. What do you think, Jen? Do you say 20? I think, yeah. 
20. 20 minutes. minutes. All right. So 20 yeah. minutes. <laughs> We're yeah. unanimous on that one. <laughs> okay. Important subject. So, um, Amanda and Jennifer, thanks so much for speaking to us. And we look forward to speaking to you again soon. Brilliant. Thanks. Thanks very much, Brian. Thank <laughs> you.